deserter. A refreshing and much-needed take on how to survive a frenetic modern world. Not our words, the words of Horse and Horsemen magazine, incorporating Tack World. In today's show, pubs, crisps, literature, and the inspirational tales of some truly lazy people, mm. all loosely designed to provide some respite from everybody's current favourite soap opera. Britain fucks it right up. Yeah, however distressed or alone you may feel, rest assured there are people like you out there who also feel like throwing everything on the fire and going for a pint. The difference is, we do it. Although we don't know how to do anything else, to be fair. No. Uh, but before we get to the interesting stuff, what have you been up to, Raider? Uh, thank you, uh, I think. <laughs> um, just before I tell you all about that, um, perhaps we should uh, do the first pub quiz of the day. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, where are we going? Well, we are going, first of all, on the Bermondsey Beer Mile. Yeah, there's your first clue. Right there. Uh, to a craft brewer originally from Brizzle. Yes, which means Bristol. Yes, they still are there, yeah. but um, they're also here somehow. Uh, yeah, do that. that's probably enough clues. I mean, if you were to, if you were to say, for, for example, that they make delicious beer, mm. and when you've had one, you just want... Another. You, you, yes, you, <laughs> you might be giving too much too away, much, but too much. Uh, so we won't say that. Mm. Okay, so for one English pint, where in the world are we going? Okay, so we've landed in uh, what are they call what are they calling the vaults? Yeah, more beer vaults. Yeah, uh, that's more the brewery. Yeah, uh, originally from Bristol. Um, Their motto is drink more beer. Yes, it's quite simple, isn't mm. it? Quite simple. Mm. They make un uh, make make unfined beer, not yes. unrefined, as you referred to a moment ago, uh, off air. <laughs> and we laughed. It's his first <laughs> one of the day as well. It's his first one of the day. Yeah, unfined beer since nine, 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 ten, 2007, 2007, which in craft beer years is decades. It's, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, so if you got that, award yourself one pint. Mm. Now then, uh, back to uh, your activities. Yes, as you say, before we get to the interesting stuff, <laughs> we um, had the dessert of summer social, didn't we? So we did. Yeah, right. So sort of at the beginning of the month, or yes. at the end of last month. I think I was there. I think I was there. I think I saw you there. <laughs> yeah, but it was um, lovely, lovely to see so many uh, friends, old and new. Thank you very much for coming down. If you came down, I'm sorry to miss you if you didn't. Mm. Um, did you catch anyone of interest? Oh, yes, there were some surprises. Uh, Janine and Diane, I didn't expect to see. Um, yeah. I mean, girls, really. <laughs> um, um, I get it a bit mixed up with my birthday drinks, which were also there, <laughs> and <laughs> also had uh, some surprise. Heather from Marketing was, was there yes. as well, and yeah. Roxy was at both of them. Yes. Uh, so that was a treat. Yeah. And, um, uh, but I think at my birthday, was the only one where uh, the missus was arm wrestling an Aussie. Oh, yes. Um, so this was at the Shirkers Rest in New Cross. Um, mm-hmm. And we had a full house, pretty much, didn't we? Um, I was intrigued to meet Pete in the pub. You know, Pete did, in the pub? Did you meet Pete in the pub? I, th- I think I did meet a Pete in the pub. This is the guy who, uh, last year, set himself the challenge of drinking in 365 pubs in 365 days. Yes, I did meet him. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and you remember, remember at the beginning of lockdown, I photographed them when they were closed, one a day for 100 days. This mm. guy is going to drink in them mm. Mm. and post a picture, one a day for an entire year. 
hero. So, uh, he's an absolute hero. Yeah, fun to talk to him. He's on Instagram, uh, Pete in the pub. Mm. And um, the other highlight, I think, for me, if it's not too uh, up myself, was the Deserter IPA, which we oh. helped create with Southy Brewing. Well, it was great, wasn't it? It was great to have it back, but also, yeah, it was a great patch, wasn't it? It was a lovely batch, and uh, you can look out for that uh, on cask in the Shirkers later this month, because we Ooh. had it on keg. Yeah. This is it coming on cask, and oh my God, it's special on cask. Mm. I mean, it was designed for cask, wasn't it? When we, <laughs> when we designed it, we designed it. Because... Listen to us. A couple of twats. And then the other thing we did was... Uh, the deserter derby yes indeed um, yes surrey versus kent yeah preceded by a long walk in surrey yeah it? but yeah wimbledon to richmond uh, is it the green chain that's right yeah we did a leg of the green chain for reasons that we can't quite remember no where uh, we did uh, a four or five mile walk before we went to the cricket mm. but it was very odd wasn't it because we, we at one point point we went past the huge queue of tents mm. uh, outside wimbledon uh, yeah they were queuing for the tickets in a, in a very sort of yeah, refined like a, way yeah it's like a middle class favela yes I was going to say it's like a middle class Glastonbury but <laughs> that yeah. is for the middle class, middle class <laughs> yeah um, yeah also interesting on that walk when we got we went through Richmond Park didn't we and we got to the other end and we tried crossing the road and instead of the green man that tells you you, you mm. know pedestrians can walk it's a person on a horse. Yes, it's a green horse. It's a green horse with a with a mount. Yeah. yeah. And you could only press the button to cross if you were on the back of a horse. Yeah. It was it's very, very high, high up, up. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, I had to get on your shoulders. Yes. In the sight. And then um, then we went to the Oval to watch Surrey breeze past an ineffective and frankly overwhelmed Kent. <laughs> Yes, it must have been thrilling for Surrey to beat the champions, um, but it was a deserved victory. Uh, they uh, they uh, hit more sixes largely, right. and uh, it was. And I, I just loved the oval. It, you know, it's yeah. not my it's not my home ground, but I, I do really love it. It's uh, great beer on offer all over the place. Mm. Yes, um, yeah, really lovely vibe. Um, we even managed a doobie somewhere uh, in the ground at some point. I think it was in the uh, pavilion. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Definitely not. <laughs> um, sticking with sports, um, we've been watching the women's Euros, haven't we? Yes, uh, it's been on at the Shirkers, hasn't it? Um, it has um, been on at the Shirkers upstairs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I went to a game. I went to uh, Germany versus Denmark at uh, Brentford. Yes. Um, which was great fun. A bit one-sided, um, but still great fun and. Yeah, a not insignificant highlight was going to the Express Tavern beforehand. Oh, yeah, that's Which good, yeah. you may remember was in the uh, holiday on the South Circular chapter. Yes. As the first pub on the South Circular. Yeah. From that after... Strangely, in the north. In the north, yeah. North of the river by Kew Bridge. And uh, after we'd walked for eight hellish minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely cracking pub. Um, I didn't realise when we went that it was actually a very large pub behind the bar that we were in. There's a huge garden. It was yeah. full of uh, Danes and later disappointed Danes. But mm. um, still, yeah, um, great to go back there. What uh, I watched the the game yesterday, the uh, England Sweden game. Yeah. I mean that goal, that third goal by oh. Russo. The back heeled nutmeg. Yeah. I've got a uh, little song I made up about it. It goes, K sera sera, 
Whatever will be, will be. She can score with the back of her feet. Kesara, Sara. <laughs> I think that'll catch on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't doubt it. Uh, in your shower. <laughs> um, so, yeah, final on Sunday. Yeah. You'll be showing that at the rest as well, upstairs. Yeah. 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 Come early, come early. I, went, I am. Um, and then um, finally, uh, what we've been up to, we've got some stuff about the new book, which is uh, has a published date of the 1st of September. Yep. And um, we have been talking with the publisher about some publicity. Yeah. Uh, we sent them some photos of us frolicking in fields and pubs yes. in our pyjamas. Yes. So uh, do, do look out for those. And they'll be sending... Um, some copies out. I just wonder if we've got any reviewers listening. Hit mm. us, if so, hit us up for a copy. Yeah. Not you, Ev. <laughs> and not you, Foldsy. <laughs> Could Foldsy do a Balearics at the no. launch? No. no. Okay. I think he, I just I did say I'd ask. Um, I noticed that. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, we've got a book signing lined up. Yes. They've got three hundred books for us to sign on Thursday. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, I mean, when we write the book, there's a reason. That, there's a reason. There's two of us. We can do half each. Yes. We can't do that with the no, signing, we can we? We've no. both got to do them all. No. And if oh, I wonder uh, if I, you know, went on Fiverr, I could get someone to <laughs> to, to um, forge my signature. I'm definitely taking in a couple of tinnies. Yeah. Because if we do it at the rate of one book a minute, which yeah. I think is quite a frantic rate. Yeah. Uh, that's five hours. Fucking hell. <laughs> Am I taking a couple of tinnies or seeing we can do it in a pub? Mm. Um, and then uh, finally on the book stuff, we've signed up with the Catford Literary Festival mm. uh, on October the 1st. We'll yep. be appearing there. In fact, we're headlining. Are we? Yeah. We're last on at 4pm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these literary festivals are like. And it's in a healthy lifestyle centre. Yes, yes. So presumably we have to talk about like our health and beauty regime? No, no. I said, uh, I went back to them and said, we're only doing it if you install a bar. Right, okay. And they said, fine. Okay. It's right. like a rider. Okay. So there's a bar for everyone right. at our behest in the Catford Healthy Lifestyle Centre. Mm -hmm. uh, plus a bottle of sherry on stage, I said. <laughs> don't bother with glasses <laughs> um, anyway do come along they tell us it's nearly sold out actually but they're adding a waiting list and may consider moving us to a possible larger venue Wembley <laughs> hello Catford <laughs> hello Catford um, so yeah join us there and indeed for the after party which will be about 5 <laughs> between 5 and 6pm um one thing we thought we might do uh, is answer questions. Um, mm. So we'll be... Uh, I've got a few. Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll be... Uh, look out on our social media because we'll, we'll put out some, a request for some questions for us to answer at our session at the Catford Literary Festival. Yeah. If that's not too confusing. I've nearly confused myself. The news. 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 Welcome to the news. Um, pub and beer news first, right, as ever. Um, just as a generic item, Sky News reports that the number of pubs in England and Wales has fallen by 7,000 in a decade to the lowest on record. Fucking hell. 
There are now less than 47,000 pubs in England and Wales. Jesus. It's the lowest it's ever been. I've only been to half of them. <laughs> you know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad, sad uh, times. Yeah, and uh, so following up uh, with, the, with the news of a couple of further closures. So, oh. uh, Jesus, it's not very good, is it? They're not good ones. First of all, the junction in Loughborough Junction huh? is closing at the end of September. Uh, For why? Their landlord won't renew the lease. So, yeah, which, it's a real shame because it's been a brilliant little sort of jazz and ale yeah. oasis in Loughborough Junction. And it's just at a point where Loughborough Junction was getting a few other beer destinations. Yeah. And obviously it's got Clarkshaws, but now it's got the Friendship Adventure and the Craft yeah. Metropolis. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah, very sad to lose them. Um, it was a really, really lovely night out there, music night out. Mm. And then, um, as bad, mm. Pompey told me that the beer shop in Nunhead is no. closing. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. Yes. <laughs> he won't let it. He won't let, I he won't won't, let it. He won't let it. Uh, no, that hurts. That's at the end of the year, and for similar reasons, landlord won't renew the lease. Uh, we're make, likely to make an application for uh, residential. I mean, Jesus Christ! I, I know you know there are probably many reasons we could riot, we should have rioted by now in this country. Mm. But when they come for the beer shop, we fucked it up again. Yeah, yeah. This country. Mm. Um, having said that, there was some good news as yes, well. Yes, yes. At long last, the Green Goddess in Blackheath Standard has opened and uh, indeed I was the first person through the door and the first person to get a pint having pushed a couple of disabled out of the way. Um, <laughs> that's not true. No. You, you know, you just, it was just, they were just... It just had a broken leg. And, he, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was on crutches. And, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm sorry, uh, young man, old man, um, but we'll always have that, you know, between us. Yes, your first uh, and second. Was he second or he... Not quite. No. No, no, he had to recover. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, Green Goddess is open. A lot of taps. Was it 16 yeah. kegs? Yeah. Yeah. You, you've been as well, haven't you? Um, oh. First day. Yeah, so um, you there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we, some many of our our listeners and friends have been as well. And yes, it's, it's and when I went success. in, I recognised a lot of people from the Shirkers Rest. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, which is nice, isn't it? So people just like those types of places with good beer and yeah. good bonhomie, I think. Yeah, and they've started a shuttle bus between the two, I believe. Yes, is it called the number 53? It's called the number 53, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, tremendous. Well done, Stephen and Marianne. Look great and mm. uh, look forward to going back. They were they were in the Shirkers last night, actually. Oh, were they? Yeah, with the Rusty Bucket guys. Uh, oh, nice. Um, so that is one item of good news. One uh, other item of good news is the tank and paddle uh, in Hedden Street is reopening as the Starman, a David Bowie-themed pub. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> of course, Bowie was photographed there in Hedden Street uh, for the cover of Ziggy Stardust yes. in 1972. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a Bowie-themed pub might be like. Mm. No. Um, could be good. Could be shithouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, insert David Bowie song title pun here, mm. which we would have done if we'd prepared one. Yes. <laughs> Chant of the ever circling skeleton family. I don't think that's going to help. 
<laughs> okay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever we'll be, we'll be. Let you a last pub one. for David Bowie. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Uh, Christ, oh, um, yeah. There was one. Uh, uh, I don't know if this is good. Yeah, it is good news. Uh, I read article I read, I think it was the morning advertiser, maybe. Um, it was during the heat wave. Uh, they're saying that beer is actually not a bad way to rehydrate. No. Um, I think we kind of know that without having to do the scientific research, don't we? Yeah, but we do end up very dehydrated afterwards, don't we? Because we tend to have too many of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's got electrolytes, it's got sugar and salt, and it helps the body retain fluid if you stick to one or two servings. But what's a serving? I mean, for yeah. me, that's a sitting, you know. Yes, okay. Yeah. So well, I know you've, your definition of uh, just going out for one pint is abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to have to be something more than that, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Three? Eight. Okay, I'll give you eight. <laughs> I'll see you in the middle. Eight. Um... Crisp news? Crisp news, thank God. Yes, excellent. Fantastic. Once again, we've been inundated and we're not going to be able to go, we're not being able to go uh, through everyone's uh, submissions, but thank you very much for them. Um, mm. We've just picked the ones that uh, either tickle us or are so outrageous, humanity needs to be informed. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a, um, a tweet from uh, Paula Griffin who uh, recommended the TK Maxx. Um, uh, you know, at the checkout, they've yeah. got all sorts of uh, like Spanish crisps, Spanish egg flavoured crisps. Oh, I, good I, I tip! I never thought of going to TK Maxx. No, uh, you wouldn't. No. Once you bought your uh, sort of knockoff designer suit, yeah, that's and it. You're in the queue, yeah, your mind might wander. Yeah, that's what they're that's what they're they're, they're preying on the vulnerable. Okay, <laughs> good tip there, Paula. Um, and Dr. Dick Dixon, uh, did you see he's he sent the uh, Korean. Um, churros crisps. Oh yes, yes. And they said they're sweet and salty, right and wrong. <laughs> uh, and uh, but they were just basically like dried churros. I don't. I think they were crisps. Were they crisps? I think so. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So they look they, like they wouldn't be. Uh, they wouldn't be salty. I think if that was the case. I don't know. Where did he buy them from? Korea. Korea. Oh okay. So fortunately, we're never going to be able to taste them. Um, um, I think so, I think either he or someone was bringing them back. Oh right, okay. Not necessarily for us, but mm. for himself, maybe. Greedy bugger. Um, yeah. I do have some crisps actually. Do you want to try some? Yes, please. Do you have some news you'd like to discuss? While we're doing it. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? I've got Goose's latest from Ireland. Oh yeah. All is up for Goose's latest. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's discovered that Keos do a blue cheese flavour. Okay, Chris. interesting. Yeah, that could, that could work, that, couldn't that it? Could work. Yeah, ke- ke- blue cheese and caramelised onion. Oh yeah. And um, despite everything uh, we've mentioned in episodes gone past, he's come up with what must surely get the prize for the oddest flavour. Tato limited edition. Fizzy cola flavored crisps. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anything like it in my life. It, I, it, when I read it, it made me want to heave. <laughs> oh, Tato's, you've undu- outdone yourselves. <laughs> and uh, no need to wonder what they taste like because we're not going to taste them. Because one user posted, 
in Ireland. This is the worst thing to happen to potatoes in Ireland since the famine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that tells us all we need to know. Yeah. Um, what have you got for tasting? Well, we've got either the um, margarita pizza crisps from the car, yeah. or the um, bubbly and serrano chili flavour. Bubbly and serrano chili potato crisps. Yeah. They're just saying words now, I know, aren't it, they? It, it They're just like putting it. words down. Yeah. And then Ned James is very against these from from a from the uh, outsider's point of view as being a bit wanky. Does it so does it mean like champagne type? You think thing? so? Should, should we try it? Yeah. With serrano ham well, and some chili. It doesn't mention ham, does it? I don't know no. what serrano chili no, is. No, that's true, I don't know. There we go. Okay, come on. No. No. <laughs> I'm not getting any champagne. Up there I am. No, I'm getting fizz. Oh yeah. I'm getting fizz. You're getting drunk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting drunk without me. Uh, um, I'm getting more. Well, it is a little bit chilly actually. Yeah? Chilly, yeah. Getting a bit of fire. You're not getting any fizz? Not getting any fizz, no. I'm getting fizz on the tongue. Mm. No, it's too sweet. Mm. I'm not keen. No. It's a bit vinegary to me. Yeah. Like balsamic. Yeah. Okay, so that's Saber Smith's bubbly and serrano chili. No, don't bother. And these are pizza, margarita pizza. Mm, they're going very sweet, aren't they? Couldn't taste margarita pizza though, but possibly cheap margarita pizza. Mm. Like those frozen ones you used mm. to get as a kid. Yeah. Better of the two, but. Um, yeah, didn't like those at all. Didn't like the um, bubbly ones at all. No, and that was Saber Smith's bubbly and serrano chili. That this is a margarita co-op irresistible. I, I wouldn't recommend either of them. But um, all right, I, I want Kia. I want uh, Goose's Kia's blue cheese crisps. Me too. Yeah, um, you wouldn't mind Goose. If you wouldn't mind bringing them over. I mean, I know yeah. it's a long trip, but just know. one other thing: don't bother about the Tato Fizzy Cola. <laughs> We're fine with them. Um, another n news item was uh, someone was posing a question can crisps ever be healthy? Oh? Uh, because obviously they're not healthy. No, they're potatoes um, deep fried. And one newspaper did a survey of, 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 of available crisp like snacks uh, and conclu concluded that they can indeed be healthy. Really? The downside is that you have to be content with styles and flavours like. And these are all real. Watermelon fruit crisps. Fuck off. Cauliflower crisps. Get out. Crunchy shiitake mushroom crisps. What a world. I don't know about you, whenever I see the word shiitake, mm. I want to say shit cake. <laughs> um, other things they came up with that would, would actually be healthy were salt and vinegar roasted crickets. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I, yeah. This is from a company called Eat Grub and they sell what they call high protein snacks. <laughs> Actual crickets, salt and vinegar. This is gonna finish crisp news this I know, year. I know. <laughs> um, and finally, cheese flavoured seaweed crisps. <laughs> I mean, just because you think it, you don't have to do it. Exactly. Um, 
what went oh, cheese flavoured seaweed crisps all you really fancy was a packet of smoky bacon mm. you get those I think we have to accept don't we that when we fancy a bag of crisps we aren't thinking about our health no it's just a health free moment yeah it's an indulgence yeah thank god for that mm. ok um, that was crisp news we've got a new item now about yeah. things drug news <laughs> ok <laughs> Hit me. Yeah. Um, I'll have half. It's a, yeah, it's a, a sad, actually, the, the first bit of drug news. Uh, oh. The mother of MDMA has passed away. Mm. Uh, Anne Shulgan um, died, uh, admittedly, after taking a lot of drugs, uh, at the age of 91. Really? Um, she was a pioneer of amphetamine drugs for therapeutic use. Yes, OK. Her husband used to synthesise them um, and... Uh, try them out himself and then give some to her and they give some to her give some to their friends and she would use it in couples counselling her her husband her husband uh, invented MDMA basically yeah and um, yeah she used it in couples couples counselling because it would take them back to when they were they first met and when when they were deeply in love yeah yeah. Uh, of course it would they're fucking off the tits yeah absolutely Uh, naked (laughs) all in a room with her and her husband (laughs) um but yes, she's she a bit cross about when it became a, a rave drug because that's when it became illegal, you know. So, yeah. Because you know, people yeah. were actually enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, but it obviously <laughs> does have um, medical uses, and uh, I think one day we will, you know, that will return. And yeah. So did she? You say she died age ninety-one. Did she die after a, you know, a night on? Oh, the, uh, on <laughs> I don't think so. Her own no. product. Uh, no, no, she no, calmed down. So, but she, she was she um, naked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, rest in peace, Anne Shulgan. Uh, thank you for all the drugs. <laughs> yes. Uh, one more uh, drug news uh, piece. Um, there was a cannabis factory discovered in all pla- uh, of all places in a police station, an old police oh, station, yes, I see, I in the, on the Isle of Dogs. Yeah. What a superb way of trolling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I've got this from the the, um, report. Police are still working at the site and no arrests have been made. (laughs) Thanks for keeping us safe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, superb. Um, Well, other news. Um, We've had pub news, we've had crisp news, we've had drug news. Yeah, this is the not pub beer crisp or drug news. Uh, This is about booze. First of all, Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes, this was that ridiculous piece, wasn't it, about mm. um, alcohol being bad for the under-40s. Well, over-40s are fine to glug down a couple of glasses a day, mm. but the under-40s are advised to be teetotal. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm afraid so, uh, kids. I mean, call you that. Uh, just leave it to the oldies. I mean, if I'd known before 40 that that was the case, <laughs> obviously uh, you know, I would have been off it. Yeah. But it's too late now. I mean, haven't the young suffered enough, any? Yeah, we've got, all their, we've got all their money. Yeah, and we've fucked up the <laughs> all planet. All their houses. Yeah. We've fucked up the planet, and now they can't even have a yeah. bottle of sol on a sunny day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Sorry, guys. Um, something I saw from uh, Airbnb. They're uh, advertising a potato hotel. I'm going. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a giant potato. I think it was used as marketing. <laughs> Um, and and you, there's a there's a bed for two people, and uh, you know kitchen and all that sort of thing. Imagine 
getting potatoes inside you while you're inside oh my God. a giant potato. Well, that was my dream as a child. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was my dream as a child. I, I dreamt of a giant chip that I was you know, in, 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 enclosed in and I had mm. to eat my way out. Right. I was well, a very hungry is, child. This is, yeah, this, this is, is the, the holiday for you. It's, it is in Idaho, unfortunately, but um, okay. you know, it's kind of everything. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, a bit more sport? Go for it. Um, yeah, a friend of Deserter, Ned Bolting, was doing the, the commentary, as he always does, on yeah. the Tour de France, and he had a little South London section. And yes. He went off on one for Fred Wright, who's a yeah. domestique and doing very, very well. Yes. A uh, young lad. Um, and and um, Alfred, his full name is Alfred Brockwell Wright. That's right. Um, because his middle, he was, his middle name was... Um, given him after Brockwell Park yeah. by his South London loving parents. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've been named after a uh, South London landmark, get in touch at hello at deserter.com. <laughs> uh, Bobby, hey. Bobby Shard. <laughs> hey, he's a tall lad. Um, yeah, he goes to uh, Fred Wright. Go, goes to school with Doogie's um, daughter, or, Does he? or used to. Or, oh right, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Because Doogie, Doogie's a cycling nut as well, isn't he? Yes, he likes it very much. Yeah, mm, mm, yeah. and he did brilliant at the tour. Yeah, yeah. Nearly won a stage, didn't he, or something? Yeah, he led a stage for about 170 kilometres. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's quite something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, uh, we were going to mention Catford Literary Festival here, but we've mentioned that already, so yeah. we'll. Push on to the what I think might be the final item of the news: mm. the Kikitania. The what? The Kikitania, the fish that went back. Mm. <laughs> this is a story in the New Scientist. I saw that scientists in Chicago have discovered that a few million years after the first amphibian-like animals left the water mm. to walk on land, mm. one of their descendants went back to live in the water. I <laughs> thought, <laughs> fuck this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck this for a game of soldiers, uh, said the uh, Kekitania, uh, though not out loud due to <laughs> having only rudimentary vocal ability. Um, it, it basically decided life's better in the water, says Neil Shubin of Chicago University. The findings highlight the fact that evolution isn't always a straightforward process. Sometimes we just want to go back. Yeah. I guess it's a bit like, you know, when you get out of bed in the morning and mm. you shower, you clean your teeth, you maybe even dress, mm. and then you slip back under the duvet oh, for an hour. Yeah, isn't that lovely? That's yeah. glorious. Yeah. That's what it's like. Mm. So, um, well played, the Kikitania, the mm. deserter fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it for the news, isn't it? Um, yes, that is. Um, apart from the news that we're going to another bump. Yes. Or a watering hole, anyway. Yes. Do you know where it is? Uh, no. I know it's on there. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's in there. <laughs> I see. OK, it's not far, is it? It's not very far. There's a clue. Yes, that's a clue. Uh, so it's not in Manchester, where they're originally from. Yes, that's it's the now other key. ten feet away. Yes. Ten yards away. Mm-hmm. Um, is that enough clues? I think it is. I mean, if you know the Bermondsey Beer Mile or craft beer, you, you'll know the Manchester brewer yeah. uh, in Bermondsey. Yes. Uh, 
so we came to, 10 yards down the road, Cloudwater. Yeah. Two doors down from Moor on the Bermondsey Beer Mile. And uh, you can have a pint if you guess that, right? Yeah. And we're having a pint. Uh, it's yeah, a, it's a vocation and Cloudwater collaboration. Very nice it is very too. Very nice it is too. And um, we're going to go into a reader's letter. I think, we are indeed, yes. Sent from Taiwan. Yeah, from Joel. Uh, he's actually a Deptford uh, resident. But he went to Taiwan for the birth of his first child. And uh, he reports that every local convenience store stocks the most exotic and delicious varieties of crisps you could imagine, all available 24-7. Flavours go from the wonderful, including <laughs> Japanese grilled seaweed, mm. crispy chicken drumstick, Taiwanese oyster omelette, mm. yakitori, and mm. pork katsu curry. Yes, please. To the weird, but still good, such as Earl Grey roast tea, strawberries and champagne, oh. <laughs> honey and butter, yes. <laughs> honey and butter, caramel macchiato, creme brulee crisps, <laughs> and Scottish toffee milk tea. It's like pudding crisps, aren't they? They are, yeah. I'm worried about what's going on in the world. He said, I wanted to go out and do a more in-depth investigation of everything that Taipei has to offer crisp-wise, and maybe even bring back some samples to you, but for some strange reason, my wife couldn't understand why I felt it necessary to leave my two-week-old daughter to carry out research on crisps to send to a podcast. <laughs> Very unreasonable. Grounds for divorce. Um... Uh, uh, Joel would also like to put himself forward for the post of official Taiwanese crisp correspondent. Um, okay. <laughs> obviously, it's a, it, it's a strong field. Uh, There's uh, four or five very strong candidates, uh, Joel, um, but you, your interest is noted. He's <laughs> <laughs> in pole position. <laughs> um, that reminds me, actually, I tweeted earlier um, that I was on, on my way to do this podcast and I'd come across a crisp flavour so bad that it may portend the end of civilization. Mm. I had in mind then, of course, the fizzy cola crisps. Yes. So not some of the ones uh, Joel was mentioning. Um, but I got some replies. Uh, Pete Lyons wondered if it was celery and oyster flavour. And Folsey <laughs> was fearful it might be hummus flavour. Um, but Horneman Heights wondered if it might be horse cock and fried onion. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I would try, to be fair. I, I'd give <laughs> well, it a try. Yeah, fried I, onions I, I, would. I'd give it a lick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not even supposed to be doing. No, we're not on crisps. crisps. No, no, we've moved crisps. on from crisps. No, no. we're doing your. We're do, we'll move on. We'll move, move on. on. Move Let's on. move on move to. You're a bum dosser. So I've got a few nominations for bum dosser Vinny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a uh, Chilean worker. Oh, I read something about a Chilean worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or is it Chilean? Chilean, yeah. Chilean. Yeah. No, we get, don't get bogged down. No. Don't get bogged down in pronunciation. The point is, he was overpaid his monthly salary mm. by 300 times. Excellent. Uh, he's an employee at the Consorcio de Industria de Alimentos in Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he discovered he'd been paid nearly £150,000 for a one month's work. 
uh, instead of his, of his usual 450 pounds. I see. Yes. 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 Quite a lot more. Mm. Um, Good. And uh, he initially raised the overpayment, uh, the overpayment uh, for the month with his manager, Why? Who, who then <laughs> flagged it to HR, mm-hmm. and he agreed to um, return the cash and promised to go to the bank the following day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He hasn't been seen since. Ah, uh, good lad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's it. I mean, there's a lesson for us all there. If yeah. you get overpaid by your employer or you, or, uh, you get a tax rebate, yeah. do a runner. Get yeah. the fuck out of town. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he did uh, send a postcard, though. Oh, uh, that's nice. And it had a picture of a, a beach on it, and it read, and I'm translating here, up yours, seniors. <laughs> <laughs> that Why last you... bit might be made up. Yeah. Is that, yeah. We've got someone shoveling a load of. Uh, it's almost like we're on an industrial there. estate, isn't it? Oh, it's someone. Oh no, and it's someone's putting uh, cling film all the way round. Uh, Person. Uh, a a uh, delivery of. Oh right. Ale. Um, oh why? Yeah. To stop it falling off a pallet. Oh right. And, and killing all our wildlife in the process. Um. I'm never coming here again, Ben. <laughs> We're going back to the moor. It's only ten yards away. Um, Who else you got? I've got FC Baal fan Rolf Bantle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolf, 70, mm-hmm. uh, went to the toilet at the San Siro during a game versus Inter Milan in 2004, mm-hmm. got lost and returned home 11 years later. <laughs> Good effort. Um, uh, he got separated also- from the away fans, uh-huh. uh, missed his bus home, and then slept rough on the streets of Milan for a decade. <laughs> I mean, that is a that is a proper away day. That is a proper, that's how to do it. Well played, Rolf. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, third up. Unless you had, did you have your your? Uh, you, no, no, no. Third one. up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I've got uh, who I'm calling COVID boy. Uh-huh, COVID boy. Uh-huh. Um, this is a guy, or it could be a girl, because it's from Fessel, so it's anonymous. Okay. Uh, this is uh, someone who had COVID last year. Mm. Uh, I took 30 tests, all positive within a week, and kept them. Mm. I've used two so far when I've been really badly hung over at work. <laughs> I carry one with me at all times to swap with the workplace tests. That's a very good test. He's got a bag full of COVID tests. Yeah, yeah. The Rattler. Mm. Good lads. Um, my nomination is... Um the British people. Mm. Uh, there was a book some years ago by a bunch of Tory twats uh, <laughs> called Britannia Unchained, and this is a quote. The British are among the worst idlers in the world. We work among the lowest hours, we retire early, and our productivity is poor. Whereas Indian children aspire to be doctors or businessmen, the British are more interested in football and pop music. I mean, Surely that should be among the best idlers in the world. Yes, they are putting the great into Great Britain. Yeah, they're looking at it all wrong, aren't they? Yeah, they're coming from the wrong point of view, the bunch of Tory twats. Yeah, so basically they hate you, but want you to vote for them. (laughs) It's up to you. (laughs) This has been a party political broadcast (laughs) on behalf of the Conservative Party. Um, um, you've got some others, haven't you? I've got another couple of quickies, yeah. Uh, Danielle's 14-year-old son. Right. Um, this is Danielle on Twitter. Uh, Danielle's 14-year-old son was babysitting for the first time and uh, sent her a text, mm-hmm. which she shared. 
the text read, so, once they're all asleep, do I just go or wait? <laughs> <laughs> that is teenagers all over, isn't, isn't it? it? Just, you Absolutely know. no idea. Or <laughs> trying it on. Yeah. Uh, he, she replied, uh, yes, honey, you have to stay the whole time. They aren't old enough to be left alone. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, we're nominating Daniel, 14-year-old son, for chancing his arm. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to go far. If you don't ask, mm. you ain't going to get it, are you? That's right. And when I say far, I mean not far. <laughs> far away from the children. <laughs> uh, and finally, Sophia Sopipila's husband, uh, I'm nominating, uh, mm -hmm. who informed her with regard to placing delicates in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. Everything is dishwasher safe if you don't care enough about it. Yes, yeah. quite. I, yes. Think that, I think that's it. Yeah. Stick that's your good. kids in, save, the, save on the bath. <laughs> that's um, Sophia Sopipila's husband. Mm -hmm. So who we got? We've got uh, our Chilean, uh, up your seniors, mm -hmm. 11 year Rolf, mm -hmm. uh, Covid boy, mm -hmm. uh, Daniel's 14 year old son, the British people, mm -hmm. uh, and Sophia Sopipilla's husband. Yeah, for me there's two outstanding characters. Yeah, so there's a good yeah. field, but you know, the um, Chilean mm -hmm. uh, um, Dossa and Covid boy for me. Uh, as, oh, the, uh, yeah. the, the, the bag, uh, he's got oh, a, a, yeah. a bag that rattles. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him coming a mile away. <laughs> the dirty Covid tests for any occasion. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, it's got, it's got to go to Chile. I, 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 I'm happy with that. Yeah. I, let's give it to Chile. Okay. Um, so we don't have his name, but um, Chilean man employee at Consorcio de Industria de Leamentos. Yeah. You're a bomb dosser. Let's crack on with the scene. Is it the scene? The social media scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a scene. It's so exciting. Very yeah, exciting. Love it. Come on. Mm. Social media scene, our roundup of the social media scene. I mean, mm. it says it. It says it. It says what it's doing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, people have written in saying, what, what, is what, is the, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah what is the social media scene? That's what it is. That's what it is. Social media scene. Just mm. say it to yourself. Say it to yourself. Mm. Okay, well, first got, up, first yeah. up, yeah. Paul Ferry, he um, stuck up a brief history of nobody wants to work anymore. Mm. Wonderful thread on Twitter. Mm. Um, newspaper clips of people disgusted that nobody wants to work yeah. anymore. And so, there's some from 2022. Well, you think of it as a very modern phrase, don't you? Yeah. Nobody do. wants to work anymore. Yeah. It's the sort of thing that, uh, you know, our, our, our Tory twat friends mm. uh, might. Uh, might, might say. Yeah, they think they've discovered that, they but think, yes. these these clips go from 2022 to 1894, and there's one about every five years. And there's probably they probably had them in Egyptian times, but well, they, exactly. there's no there's no record of them. That's my point. I mean, I'm not sure did, when the printing press was, exactly. was in, invented, but you can be sure it goes back further. Did the Hebrews want to put up the pyramids? Of course, they fucking did. Didn't they? <laughs> We're basically an evolutionary branch of humanity. <laughs> Homo desertus. Yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that was a good. And I liked um, also. Mac, remember Max Doom? Mm. Um, yeah, he put up something about his dinner. Um, having leftover bowl lately, uh, later, uh, aimed to be pissed enough to cover it with crushed Aldi McCoys. Uh, so, so <laughs> we're back to crisps, aren't we? Um, not any crisps, though. You know, knock off McCoys uh, to put on his spag bowl. I mean, <laughs> oh, so he ha he'd have a spag bowl covered in crushed, covered in crisps, oldie crisps. 
That's his go-to <laughs> comfort food. Yeah, if he gets pissed enough. I mean, I hope you made it, Max. Yeah, good luck, Max. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I do mm. like that. Mm. Talking of uh, dinner, mm. I saw that um, the French are forbidden by law to eat lunch at their desks. They're so civilised over there. So ahead, so far ahead. Yeah, they're quite Um, right. It's too important for that. No, James tipped me off about this, actually. Oh, right. There's an 1894 Labour Code that prohibits workers from eating lunch in the workplace. They are obliged to head out to a nice little bistro and have a three-course (laughs) sit-down. That's with a glass of Bordeaux. While we stuff buns in our faces while watching YouTube videos of fatbergs. This country. Honestly. (laughs) Have you seen that latest one? What's that? Someone trying to break up the fat bird with a broomstick. (laughs) Yeah, I watched it at lunch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else we got? Uh, Oh, Peter Peter Williams. Mm. Uh, He went went viral with his uh, controversial and desertory opinion. Mm. Uh, the effort involved in doing a barbecue is not worth the payoff. Just cook the food in the oven and eat it in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, something about I, that. There is something about that. He's on to something. There's yeah. a, lot, a lot less cleaning. Mm. I mean, because once you've used that barbecue, it's basically going to stay there in the garden for the whole winter, oh. <laughs> waiting to be cleaned. Yes. Um, Sue Jones mm. got in touch to introduce us to the word... Powell. Uh, to Powell? <laughs> no, just Powell. Oh. Powell. I uh, thought it was to Powell, the verb. Yes, it, yeah, or the band. Powell. I thought it was yeah. Carol Decker. <laughs> Big hair, very 80s. Boys in makeup, leg warmers for goalposts. <laughs> um, no, just the word Powell. I mean, mm. it is a verb. You can okay. Powell. You can Powell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I Powell. She he, Powells. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He, she, he. Yeah. It. <laughs> they. Mm. Pronouns. Um, yeah, she got in touch to introduce us to the word Powell. Powell is a 19th century South Lancashire dialect word. Mm. It means to leave work early and go to the pub. Does, is that right? Yeah. What uh, a language. Yeah. Forget the French. <laughs> but I'm back, I'm, I'm British We're again. Back up to Manchester. Bit Powlin. Powlin mm. is neglecting work and drinking. Mm-hmm. And a Powler. Uh, is someone who rambles about drinking. <laughs> Which all sounds fucking brilliant. I think we're back to the strain of humanity, aren't we? <laughs> a different branch, Homo desertus. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's the word Powell. Uh, and then finally, I saw Matty on, on uh, Twitter, this was Matty Hudson asked, What's the weirdest thing your parents have found? posh or pretentious about you (laughs) (laughs) he kicked it off as my my dad has just called me his lordship uh, (laughs) because I asked him to get me some tortilla chips (laughs) Uh, so a few people lobbed in with their experiences Um, at Julings reported my mum gave me the treatment once for seasoning a fried egg Lynn said uh, uh, it was her absolute hatred of Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My mum said I was an intellectual snob and she was so annoyed you'd have thought she'd written it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did she write it? 
Dr. Abigail Boucher uh, reported that my dad, my dad once told me I sounded pretentious because I used the word international in front of my grandmother. Sobisher <laughs> <laughs> um, chipped in with, uh, it's, not, it's not one about me, but one of my dad's mates is called the professor at their local because he once used his phone to Google the facts of something they were arguing about. <laughs> <laughs> Me- meanwhile, Georgia L's parents think she's posh for getting out of the car slowly. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> uh, Rachel Nixon reports that years ago, when I said I preferred dark denim over light when refusing a pair of jeans my mum was trying to buy for me, my dad asked, do you think you're some sort of celebrity or something? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a rainbow seeker <laughs> reported, I sliced my sandwich... <laughs> I sliced my sandwich diagonally, not straight across. Oh. My dad said, wow, you look after yourself, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop there, it's please. It's going to croak live on the podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, surely, surely that's all we have time for. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, what oh, are you Jesus. up to later, Adrian? Well, I'm off to New Cross uh, to the Shirkers. Uh, James is on his own, so I'm going to help him in the only way I know how. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the other side of the bar drinking a pint and pointing out how he should be doing things. <laughs> <laughs> very helpful. No, I'm only kidding. I, I'm very much the uh, junior trainee in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, when I'm, uh, when I'm serving, I've taken to saying to customers, are you okay being served by a trainee? You know, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a phlebotomist or something. Mm. Uh, one guy refused and I had to get James up from the cellar to serve him. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind a trainee phlebotomist, but uh, some things are important. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what about you? What's your plans? Uh, well, I'm just going to powl about for a bit. I think. <laughs> a bit of rambling, a bit of drinking, like a sourced-up psychogeographer. <laughs> I think all psychogeographers are sourced-up, weren't they? According yeah. to all the extensive research we did for the new book. Mm. Um, well, we'll leave you uh, this episode with a thought from Oscar Wilde. Then uh, he said, "If you want to be a grocer or a general or a politician or a judge," you will invariably become it. That is your punishment. If you never know what you want to be, if you live what some might call the dynamic life, but what I would call the artistic life, if each day you are unsure of who you are and what you know, you will never become anything. And that is your reward. Amen. Pint. Pint. Barman. <laughs>